Favoritism. Hmm. Not your typical topic, but it's one thing I never really understood or appreciated is that concept of favoritism. I mean, I get the idea for the things that you like, the things you dislike, and things you don't stand for. But for me, the idea of favoritism is kind of limiting and it essentially shuts everything out. About a year ago, I worked with someone who asked me, James, you're my favorite? No, I didn't really know her well. We work for the same company on different shifts. We never really said much to each other besides, hey, how you doing? Just greetings. A couple of weeks later, same person comes up to me and says, James, you know you're my favorite? I'm taking it back. I'm like, excuse me? She's like, you're my favorite person on the afternoon shift. Just want you to know that. I thought it was a gracious compliment. I said, thank you. And I went back to work. Without missing a beat, she said, am I your favorite? What? Excuse me? And she repeated the question. Am I your favorite person at work? <laughs> That's a blunt, direct question to make to someone else and make them feel uncomfortable. That's not my style. I didn't, I don't play favorites with people. I said, I'm sorry, I don't play favorites with anyone. Treat everyone the same way. I had a gut feeling where she was going with this. Without missing a beat, she says, am I not your favorite? See, uncomfortable situations, especially at work, when you're pressured for an answer, it's really difficult to be democratic because the politics of the job and life is just frustrating. So again, I just reiterated the same thing. I don't have a favorite anything. No favorite food, no favorite place, no favorite song, no favorite person. She's asked why. <sighs> All right. I see favoritism as a way of limiting the people and places and things in your life so you have a very, very small circle. I mean, that's okay if that's what you want it to be. See, I don't have a favorite workout, don't have a favorite song, favorite place to eat. No, no don't get me wrong. There are workout styles that I like, workout styles that I hate. There are song styles I like and a lot of different music I listen to, from jazz to pop to rock to metal to classical to instrumentals and soundtracks. I was a DJ in high school and college, so I listen to just about everything. Do I prefer one style of music over the other? Not really. Depends on what's happening and what I'm in the mood for listening to. If there's an artist I could say I've listened to when I was since I'm 16 years old, got all his music, and um, I just like his style. You know, his name is David Foster. It's the simplicity of things that get me. So, if you're asking me if I'm writing a podcast. Mike, I usually listen to classical or instrumental because it just gets my mind going. If I'm exercising, it's got to be dance music or something upbeat. It's got to get my blood moving. If I'm driving, I don't listen to music. Sometimes maybe an audio program or a podcast, but that's rare. Same with movies. No favorites. I love a good storyline. Books, no favorite. I enjoy a lot of different types, fiction and nonfiction. TV? <laughs> Um, I don't waste my time in front of that box. Sorry. Food? All right. I'm Italian. Is Italian my favorite? I grew up with it. I experienced a lot of different types of food, especially when I started cooking. So for me, I like simple. Sports? <laughs> All right. I play different and follow different sports. The Yankees, the Mets, the Islanders, the Rangers, the Devils. Never, ever had a favorite. I followed a lot of teams over my life, but... I mean, yeah, I cheered for the team. Even played a couple sports. Baseball, soccer, basketball. I, 
I stopped, life changes. Hobbies? There were some hobbies that were fun because I saw how they not only expanded your mind, but improved your skills. Billiards, Texas Hold'em. I learned them. I mean, I learned every aspect of it. I just ate up the information, and I got good. But more important than learning the games, I learned skills from the game. How to read situations, how to play multiple possible outcome scenarios, and to read people. When I learned sales, having these skills just from those hobbies just added, it just worked and I added new ones. It's an amazing combination. Now, for me, there's got to be a rhyme or a reason why something or someone has to be your favorite. Maybe the feeling of the favoritism evoking a particular mood or feeling that just inspires you and makes you feel good. That's okay. Favoritism of particular individuals that are on your job, it's extremely noticeable. It sticks out like a sore thumb, but I don't play favorites. I see people as people, and I see them as that, not favorites. See, I don't like favoritism because choosing favorites or constantly relying on one person over the other or the rest of the team creates a lot of animosity, and you basically shut everybody out. I see it as unfair, and it kind of eliminates the concept of team. As that acronym go, together everyone achieves more. What's the caveat to that? There is no I in team. So, as a beach body coach, how do I approach my team of coaches? Easy. I treat everybody as an individual. Each person is unique. They bring something new to the table. I see them as important and valuable. We are all on the same page. We have our own journeys and goals to complete. As a team, we help each other. We stay accountable, motivated, and we keep pushing towards the next goal. That's why one of my coaches and I are doing a Spartan in a week. That's the team. But favorites? Don't have any. <laughs>